The following is a special documentary episode of The Week in Doubt. I've long been fascinated by the concept of Valpurgis Night, and have been wanting to dedicate a documentary episode to the subject for some time. Many of us might have a fleeting familiarity with the topic via its entry into pop culture and literature. German poet, novelist, and statesman Johann Wolfgang von Goethe incorporated Valpurgis Night into his famous two-part play, Faust, in which Mephistopheles, the devil, takes the eponymous character to the nocturnal celebration. Valpurgis Night also served as the inspiration for Goethe's poem Die Erste Walpurgisnacht, The First Valpurgis Night. And I suppose I should pause briefly to mention that in English-speaking countries, Walpurgis or Walpurgis seem to be acceptable pronunciations as well. But for this documentary, I've decided to go with the Germanic pronunciation of Walpurgis. In his short story, Dracula's Guest, originally intended to serve as the first chapter of his novel Dracula, Bram Stoker writes, Valpurgis Night was when, according to the belief of millions of people, the devil was abroad, when the graves were opened and the dead came forth and walked, when all evil things of earth, air, and water held revel. A variant of Valpurgis Night, or at least a holiday with similarities, known as St. John's Eve, was the inspiration for 19th century Russian composer Modest Mazorsky's Night on Bald Mountain, also known as A Night on Bear Mountain. The theme of the work was the concept of a witch's Sabbath taking place on Bald Mountain on St. John's Eve. Bald Mountain, or Lisa Hora in Ukrainian, is a location in Slavic myth and folklore said to be where witches would gather and hold their Sabbath. One key difference between Valpurgis Night and St. John's Eve, other than that they're named for two different saints, is while Valpurgis Night takes place in the spring, St. John's Eve takes place in late June. Mazorsky's Night on Bald Mountain would become one of the classical pieces featured in Walt Disney's 1940 animated musical film Fantasia. The Night on Bald Mountain segment features what is arguably some of the most dark and disturbing imagery in Disney history. A giant bat-winged satanic figure looms over a mountaintop. Summoning a host of macabre specters, demonic creatures crawl, slither, and frolic. At times, disturbingly, the giant devil figure sadistically snuffs out his own minions. The Satan figure was dubbed Chernobog, the name of a Slavic pagan deity whose name translated into English means Black God. It should be noted that Mazorsky named one retooled iteration of the music from Night on Bald Mountain, Glorification of Chernobog. Supposedly, Walt Disney himself stated that the Chernobog character in Fantasia was quote-unquote Satan himself. As alluded to earlier, despite its sinister associations, Valpurgis Night, an abbreviation of St. Valpurgis Night from the German Sankt Valpurgisnacht, is actually named, as obviously suggested by the name, for a saint. An 8th century Anglo-Saxon abbess born in Devon, England, in 710 AD or CE to be precise, Valpurgis or Valperga was from a prominent family, 
She was the daughter of a West Saxon nobleman, Richard the Pilgrim, also known as Richard of Wessex, and the sister of Saints Willibald and Winnebald. Willibald would become the bishop of the Roman Catholic Diocese of Eichstadt in Bavaria, and Winnebald would become the abbot of the Benedictine double monastery of Heidenheim am Hanukkah. The term double monastery refers to the fact that there were both monks and nuns, but they were segregated or separately housed. Valperga became a missionary to the Frankish Empire, and along with her brothers, played an important role in their maternal uncle Boniface's organization of the Frankish Church. Through her evangelism, it's said that Valperga converted a great many German quote-unquote heathens to Christianity. Her brother Winnebald would eventually summon her to his double monastery to act as the abbess, taking charge of the nuns there. He named her his successor, and upon his death in 761, Valperga ruled or presided over the entire monastery. On the 25th of February, in either 777 or 779, the records are unclear, Valperga died. She was buried at the double monastery. Roughly a hundred years later, her remains were transferred to the cathedral at Eichstadt, where the remains of her brother Willibald resided. As the story goes, reports of miracles or miraculous cures supposedly followed in the wake of the procession of her remains. The transfer of Valperga's remains and her canonization both took place on May 1st, 870 AD or CE. May 1st would become her feast day, commemorating these events, and the eve of this observance, April 30th, would become known as St. Valpurgis Night. According to believers, Valperga is what is known as a Miroblite a Christian saint whose relics or tomb exude a holy oil with healing properties. In Valperga's case, the substance said to be produced by her shrine or tomb is sometimes referred to, fittingly enough, as St. Valpurgis oil. To this day, Benedictine nuns hand out vials of the oil to pilgrims who visit her tomb. Valperga became associated with or was thought to have the power to repel and protect against witchcraft. Eventually, the idea developed that on the eve of her feast day, witches held a Sabbath and evil powers were at their zenith. According to German folklore, the specific spot where witches gathered on Valpurgis night, sometimes referred to as Hexennacht, witches' night, was on Mount Brocken the highest peak in the Hartz Mountains in central Germany. People would light bonfires on Valpurgis night in an attempt to ward off evil, a tradition that continues in some regions to this day, such as parts of the northern coastal region of Germany and in Sweden. In Sweden, Valpurgis night is known as Valboy. In his book, The Golden Bough, anthropologist and folklorist James Fraser wrote, the 1st of May is a great popular festival in the more midland and southern parts of Sweden. On the eve of the festival, huge bonfires, which should be lighted by striking two flints together, blaze on all the hills and knolls. In the Czech Republic, effigies of witches are burnt, a tradition which is referred to as Palani Chargonitz, burning of the witches, or simply Chargonitsa, the witches. In the Czech Republic, as in some other areas, it's thought of as more of a figurative or symbolic tradition, burning away the witch of winter. 
a way to celebrate the end of the winter cold and welcome the coming of spring. In Estonia, May 1st is known as Kavenpua, Spring Day in English, but the night before is known as Valpriu. Influenced by German belief, it was thought to be the night when witches met or gathered. In modern times, revelers dress like witches and take to the streets. In parts of Germany, Valpurgis night also takes on a kind of Halloween-like atmosphere, with people also donning costumes and young people engaging in pranking that ranges from relatively mild yet annoying, like tampering with gardens or hiding belongings, to as serious as spray-painting private property. Some other interesting Germanic traditions include the hanging of blessed sprigs of foliage to ward off evil. According to at least one source, cow slips used to be used in England for that same purpose, and the leaving out of a kind of buttery bread known as Ankenschnitt to appease phantom hounds thought to roam about on Valpurgis night. In Sweden and Finland, where it's known as Vapu, Valpurgis night or May Eve celebrations and traditions are very popular with university students. Although there is drinking and reveling, and in some cases a bit of customary mischief, some of the traditions may seem surprisingly tame such as picnicking in Finland and choral singing in Sweden. In the United States, two prominent satanic groups have embraced Valpurgis Night. The late Anton Zandor LaVey's Church of Satan was founded on Valpurgis Night in 1966. LaVey wrote in the Satanic Bible, After one's own birthday, the two major satanic holidays are Valpurgis Nacht and Halloween. And more recently, the Satanic Temple has adopted Hexenacht as one of its holidays, referring to it as a quote-unquote solemn holiday to honor those who were victimized by superstition. May Day and May Eve celebrations and customs, festivals taking place around the halfway point between the spring equinox and the summer solstice, such as the Gaelic Beltane, which also involved the lighting of bonfires, as well as numerous other examples throughout Europe, were or are still widespread and ancient. Whether or not the Church intentionally chose May 1st as the feast day of St. Valperga in an attempt to Christianize pre-Christian pagan May Day traditions or observances is supposedly still a matter of contention, but given the Church's policy of Christianizing or assimilating pagan holidays, it certainly can't be discounted. Well, as with most documentary episodes, what at first seemed like a relatively simple topic ended up running a lot deeper than expected. But I enjoyed researching it, and I hope you enjoyed the finished product. This concludes this special documentary episode of The Week in Doubt. As always, thanks for listening.